You're listening to Movie Fighters on the Greenlit Podcast Network. Go to greenlitpodcast.com to learn more. You love to fight with something to eat. Sometimes the savory, sometimes the sweet. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Snack Situation. This is the podcast where we eat snacks. It's it's pretty high concept, I gotta say. A deep dive we've taken. Uh, that is Matt Wilson that you just heard. Uh, my name is Chris Sims, and we love to snack. I think that's fair to say, Matt. We're just a couple of snackmen. Can I give you a snack update, like a supplemental snack update, an SSU? Uh, I would love an SSU. I guess this is a triple S. This is a supplemental snack situation. <laughs> I was at the store the other day, and I wanted to get uh, some snacks. And so I was like, what would Matt Wilson do? And I bought those spicy nacho Doritos. Yeah. yeah the ones man. with Wonder Woman on them? Yeah, man. Uh, those are good. They're good. They're They're my second favorite. Number one, Cool Ranch. Mm-hmm. Number two, Spicy Nacho. The Spicy Nacho thing. Here's the here's the weird thing about it, Matt. They're not that spicy compared to regular nacho cheese. Yeah, they're, they're, they're just they just taste good. They taste good. I actually think they taste a little better than regular nacho cheese, which is wild. And there's just that little bit of heat, and it's that kind of heat where like. The more you eat, the more you feel it. Mm-hmm. It's very good. It's very similar to hot Cheetos in that way. They're addictive, like hot Cheetos as well. For sure, like I, I had to try really hard to not eat that whole dang bag. Well, I'm glad to hear that update. Uh, maybe one day yeah. we can get spicy nacho Doritos on the list. But yeah, that's not what we're here for today. No, this month we're doing the opposite of spicy nacho Doritos because we're eating some ice cream treats. It's the late spring we're heading into memorial day which is the unofficial start of the summer season which means may yeah it's time to eat some ice cream i feel like everybody kind of considers the official start of the season to be my wedding anniversary like that's that's when summer truly begins is my wedding yeah that's that's everybody's starting point of summer you're right but i feel like in these in these times, in these difficult times, mm-hmm. in in our troubled era, in all the marketing speak that we've unprecedented heard. times, <laughs> I heard we, you do that bit on Apocryphals today, so yeah. I decided to do it again. Let the folks switch it up. Vex with pestilence. That's what we're saying now. That is the phrase. All marketing people listening to the show, and I know you're out there. One, send us free food. Two. Vexed with pestilence, yeah. I personally was like, we should do an ice cream thing. And Mm -hmm. I happened to be looking at the new snacks on store shelves. And I came across the new variation of the WWE ice cream bar, Mm -hmm. which is just a WWE ice cream sandwich. And I happened to be able to go to the store and pick some of those up. But given the circumstances... We were not both able to get those. <laughs> yeah, because I went to which which store did you go? You go to Ingalls. I went to Ingalls. Yes. Okay. I went to Harris Teeter, uh, which is where I've been doing a lot of my groceries lately. Now I've been mostly going to Food Lion of late. 
But I had okay. a special need to go to Ingalls uh, for Mother's Day. So I went, happened to go to Ingalls this time, and they had one box of the WWE Superstars ice cream sandwiches left. So I bought their last box. I didn't, I didn't see them. And I was a little bummed out by that, because I love ice cream sandwiches, Matt. Yeah. I actually want to get into our personal histories with the WWE ice cream bars, which these are similar to mm-hmm. at some point, even though that would be after we try them, because <laughs> these are going to melt. Uh, but yes, it was. I was bummed to hear that you could not find them as well, but you got an alternate, as I understand. I did, and Matt doesn't know what it is. I don't. I, this will be a surprise to me. All right. Well, let's do let's do yours first. Mine will hold up a, a little bit better, I think. But let's do let's talk about yours. All right. Uh, so because these are now, if I was looking at the package correctly, it's a pack of four. Is it one of each of the of the pictured superstars? It is not. Oh, there is a different superstar on each side. Oh, and this collection of superstars is wildly random. Yeah, now on the on the package that you sent me was John Cena, who is is gone now, no longer exists. I mean, he will show up for WrestleMania. He had a match at WrestleMania this year. No, I mean, like he was he was destroyed. Oh, by, right. He uh, went. In, he went. In, Wyatt took him through his own history and yeah. altered time. Yeah, his he 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 was Sister Abigail, and then literally disappeared. We could not see him. Yeah, folks, WrestleMania was good this year. <laughs> that match was good. I don't know if that I would match say was good. The the five the two big production numbers they did were good. The Boneyard match was enjoyable. Yeah. And the Firefly Funhouse match is my favorite thing WWE has done in at least five years. I cannot think of a thing they have done that I think has gone better. Uh, but anyway, so John Cena is one of the four. Right. Who has now disappeared into an abyss because of Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns, a current superstar. Yeah. Becky the big Lynch. Dog. Becky Lynch. A current Bailey, superstar. Uh, Mazel Tov, congratulations to yes. Becky Lynch and, and Seth Rollins. Uh, many happy returns to Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins on their impending uh, child. Is many happy returns what you say about a child? I think that's a birthday thing, honestly. That's a birthday thing for sure, Matt. But, you know, I think it should be applied to many things. Whatever the case. Uh, the Yes, Becky announced that she is with child. I hope she comes back. I really hope she comes back and with open arms. I hope this does not – weirdly enough, I'm really worried that this is going to mean trouble for her with the front office of WWE. Yeah, I wonder. Anyway, she's one of the superstars, probably the biggest star they have. So totally understandable she'd be on this ice cream sandwich. Mm-hmm. And the other one is Macho Man. Yeah, the, Randall Savage. Randall Savage. Randy Poffo. And I guess it's a throwback to the old ice cream bars. I I guess because the old whenever I see the old ice cream bars, the the picture is always either Hogan or Savage, and I would I would certainly hope they wouldn't put Hulk Hogan on one. I know they would because they're a bad company. Well, but. perhaps Good Humor, the makers of these ice cream sandwiches. <laughs> 
said, no, let's not put the racist Hulk Hogan on here. Let's put the potential women abuser Randy Savage on here. Jesus, Matt, it's a dark business. Who is dead, at least, so we could think fondly of him. You've been watching Dark Side of the Ring lately? <laughs> oh, you know I have. I, you know I watched the Jimmy Snook episode. Who is would be... Well, okay, I guess we know who probably the worst person to put on an ice cream bar would be. Never mind. Uh, Christopher uh, Benoit. <laughs> yes, question withdrawn. Who would be the worst who's actually fun, though? Who would be the worst who's not, like, a shoot, like, felon? Uh, Dr. D. David Schultz. <laughs> is this ice cream bar for real? <laughs> Smack! Uh, do, what do you think of that? Is that real? Here, here's what I'm thinking. Um, uh, Muhammad Hassan, who was the... Uh, <laughs> the the um, WWE was straight up going to do like an Undertaker fights terrorists angle, and it uh, did not go well. No, it did not. Yeah. Anyway, the way they have it set up is that two of each of the bars have the same two superstars on each side. So John Cena and Becky Lynch share a bar. Okay. And Roman Reigns and Macho Man share a bar. Okay, well then it should be – that's – okay. That's bad. Because what it should be if they're going to do that is it should be two current and two classic, two legends – yeah, I yeah, like cuz then the kids can eat the ones with the two current. Yeah. And the their parents can eat the two the one with the two legends. Yeah. Cuz that's who that's for. Macho Man's on there for fucking 35-year-olds like us. us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh kids kids get John Cena and and Becky Lynch and the adults uh get the ice cream bar that's Tully Blanchard and Magnum TA. WWE strawberry. WWE would never. No, they would not. They would never. All right, I'm going to try this ice cream bar because it's starting to melt. Okay. So here we go. Now it is it is interestingly an ice cream sandwich, which I also love ice cream sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Usually an ice cream sandwich is chocolate wafers with vanilla ice cream. This seems to be vanilla wafers with vanilla ice cream. Interesting. Now we have we have mentioned before this is this is old territory for the uh, your snack situation friends Chris and Matt but we have talked about how vanilla is in the words of Canadian pop sensation bare naked ladies it is the finest of the flavors underrated yeah subtle delicious wonderful I just took some big bites of this I'm actually gonna have to eat the whole thing or it's gonna melt <laughs> mm-hmm. do I need to vamp yeah vamp for a second let me just eat this whole thing. Other pairings that I think would work well on an ice cream bar. Glacier and Mortis. That one's fucking obvious. Austin and Rock. The the fact that there's not an Austin and Rock one is ridiculous, but I bet getting the Rock's image these days is a little more expensive than Good Humor uh, wants to wants to get. Uh, who else? All the Harley races. The Barry Windhams. The Ric Flairs. Randy the Ram and Ernest the Cat Miller. Ernest the Cat Miller would be I I would Matt we only go to the grocery store once uh we switch off so one of us goes once every two weeks I would be on my third grocery store right now looking for for Ernest the uh, Cat for fucking Ernest the Cat Miller and I I'd be like you guys are going to give me that ice cream or I'm going to whoop everybody in here <laughs> <laughs> Ernest the Cat Miller also underrated here here's the thing uh so 
it's good. It is a fine ice cream sandwich. <clears throat> I do miss chocolate. Because here's the thing about the original WWE ice cream bars, which were extremely strange. Because they were an ice cream sandwich. They were also ice cream sandwiches on a stick. Yeah, that's it's weird. That had one vanilla wafer that they could print the image of a wrestler on. And then on the other side, the other wafer was chocolate. Which I actually like. I like those old WWE ice cream bars. They're good. Mm-hmm. This is pretty similar to that. But my palate misses chocolate. Mm-hmm. Like, I want a, a, a one chocolate wafer. Or some kind of something chocolate in there. Like a fudge layer between the ice cream and the wafer or something. Like, with all vanilla, it is a little weirdly samey and kind of too a little too sweet. A little what? Too sweet! <laughs> it, all right, nice, nice. But isn't that perfect, though, for a wrestling ice cream to be just a little bit too sweet? It's, it's too sweet. It, it is... The AEW ice cream bar should just be sugar. <laughs> <laughs> it should be a, a cease and desist order <laughs> for using the... Wolfpack hand signal. It's it's just it's it's sugar and uh, in a. Never mind. I'm not going to be mean to Cody Rhodes. He's a good, he's a good man. He's a good man with a bad tattoo. Ooh, biscuit's barking. That's a first. B- we took biscuit to the vet today, and so biscuit's been sedated all day, uh, and is way out of it. I would normally cut that out, but I want to leave that in for posterity's sake. Yeah. Biscuits first making herself known on the show. Here's the thing. Y'all come here to see (laughs) chocolate ice cream? Or did y'all come here to get vanilla cookies and ice cream? Another one for the bad guys. (laughs) Or for the good guys. He switched that up. Yeah, because the NWO were the good guys. He later he would I think at first he would say the bad guys and then he made it the good guys because when he was Razor Ramon he was the bad guy he was the bad guy yeah I thought that was the bit is that in WCW it was the good guys yeah sometimes I think he would say both anyway we're just a couple of uh, old guys who watched a lot of wrestling in the nineties yep the ice cream That's sandwich awesome. the ice cream sandwich is is not bad I think without the gimmick here's the problem with it here's the number one problem with it. Mm-hmm. I would rather just have a regular ass pet chocolate ice cream sandwich. Yeah, it is definitely one of those one of those don't fucking come with the king snacks, right? Because like I'll yeah. put a I'll put a cheap ass dollar ninety nine box of Target brand market pantry uh, uh, ice cream sandwiches in my freezer, and I'm having a great time oh, for yeah. like. A week and a half. If if I get like Borden brand ice cream sandwiches, I'm putting those away, my guy. <laughs> yeah, man, for sure. And th- that's just like chocolate wafers, vanilla ice cream. I take it out of the freezer. I let it warm up just a little, so the the ice cream is just like real smooth, real creamy. 
Mm-hmm. Like I let it sit for a, about a minute, so it's not hard. Ooh, ooh, that's good. That's the good stuff, man. Now this is a good humor ice cream sandwich, which means you can pull it straight out of the freezer, and the ice cream is not hard. It is very palatable and very easy to eat, which I think is something in this ice cream sandwich's favor. But I would still take this the regular ass grocery store brand ice cream sandwich over this, Mm -hmm. frankly. Mm -hmm. Which grocery store mascot would you most want to have depicted on an ice cream sandwich? Grocery store mascot? Yeah. I mean, I I think I would need a food lion. Okay. I like Bullseye the Target Dog. I think they're I think they're missing out and not making more bullseye merchandise. I don't consider Bullseye the Target Dog a grocery store mascot, but I understand your point. Semantics. I, I just don't typically buy my groceries at Target. Oh, all right. Sometimes, I, look, sometimes I go to Super Target. That's all. It, look, I'm not. I th- I don't think we're disagreeing. <laughs> that's all. There's also um. We go to Target for different things, and that's fine. I forget who uh, Harris Teeter's. Uh, little dinosaur. His name might be Harris Teeter. The, is it? Oh, well, Ingles has like a. Ingles is a very extremely local chain, by the way. So if nobody knows what we're talking about, it mm-hmm. is the chain that is based in the city where I live and covers Western North Carolina, basically. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure Harris Teeter is based in Raleigh because uh, when it shows up on my credit card bill, we go to Harris Teeter store number three. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it is named after its owner, Bob Engel. And, but they don't put an apostrophe before the S, so it looks like Ingles. Like, Perfect. I'm sure every Spanish-speaking person who lives in this region is <laughs> like, why did they name their grocery store English? It's kind of a great name for a grocery store, though. Sure. Because gro- here's the thing about grocery stores. No grocery store name makes sense. None of them. Unless you have, like, a grocery store that is called, like, Food Mart. Yeah, there's, like, Food City. I think that's out west. Safeway is a confusing name of a store. Yeah. Because uh, it implies there's a dangerous way. What's the dangerous way to get my groceries? Well, I mean, I guess we know. We're living it. Yeah, yeah. The dangerous way is that your food hasn't been inspected for safety. So that's why you gotta uh, go to Safeway. Food Lion... Which we grew up with is a Buckwild name. It's not even the third most Buckwild name of a grocery store in this region. Well, All time champ, first ever supermarket, Piggly Wiggly. Piggly Wiggly is a terrific name for a store. I grew up in a town that had a Win Dixie. Same. I don't think Win Dixies exist anymore. I think they went out of business. They did. Also, Win Dixie is featured in Fried Green Tomatoes. Oh, is that the parking lot where she bashes up that lady's car and yells Tawanda? That is the parking lot. Hey, did you did you think I was going to be able to accurately quote a scene from uh, Steel Magnolias from memory, Matt? It was fried green tomatoes, but you did do it. I might be thinking of Steel Magnolias, actually. There, the, there is a parking lot <laughs> scene. Fried green tomatoes. Fried green tomatoes. Whatever. Uh, the point is, quote, I'm a man of many talents. Look, I could quote you some shit from fried green tomatoes. <laughs> I love the smell of coffee and bacon fried. Anyway. <laughs> Publix is a weird-ass name for a grocery store. Publix is a weird-ass name. Great store. I used to go to Publix's when we would venture to Florida every summer. And now it's up this way. 
Uh, yeah, I used to go to Safeways a lot when I lived in the D.C. area. Also in the D.C. area is Giant. Giant is, again, wild name. Oh, you know what? So in Chicago, we had Jewel Osco. Okay. Which everybody just called Jewel. Because, like, like the e-cigarette. <laughs> yeah, like the e-cigarette. But it's because Jewel is the grocery store part, and Osco is the pharmacy. Ooh, interesting. So they used to be separate. So you would go to Jewel for your groceries, and you'd go to Osco for your pharmacy stuff. And then they just got combined into Jewel Osco. And then in uh, in Philly, maybe my favorite grocery store name. Acme. Perfect. They used to have... I th- I don't know if there are still Acmes in Philly or not. I'll have to have uh, Marlene remind me. I think they still have Acmes. It's it's fantastic, though, that they have a grocery store chain called Acme. Wild. Be- beautiful wild. What a digression we have gone on. Chris, yes. what is your snack? Matt, uh, I also got a, uh, a frozen treat. Here, I also got some ice cream. I, as you know, look, we both like simple ice creams. Uh, we we both like just a, a good-ass vanilla. I'm actually not, like, a huge chocolate fan for ice cream, but, like, a good vanilla, a nice, like, simple coffee ice cream. I enjoy um, a subtle chocolate. My favorite chocolate ice cream is French Silk. <laughs> but I also... Fucking love gimmicky ass bullshit ice cream. <laughs> give me, give me a a an ice cream with with just nonsense in it, and I will I will devour it. I love it. Uh, shout out to Ben and Jerry, my boys. So, so you're uh, talking about like uh, like something really complex, like say. What was the Jimmy Fallon ice cream called? It was called the Tonight Dough, and I wanted to eat it because it sounded good, but I didn't eat it because he's a traitor. Uh, there's to, also to America. There's also Americone Dream. Americone Dream is quite good. That's the Stephen Colbert uh, ice cream. Yeah. Um. God, I I forget. Uh, there's one called Justice Remixed that uh, benefits the like Equal Justice Project. That one had like cinnamon cookies in it. That shit was good. That does sound good. But Matt, like. The deal is this is this has become kind of a uh, a thing about my relationship with my wife because my wife does not like gimmicky bullshit. I know that about her. Yes, yes, doesn't like it. Not a fan. Her favorite ice cream is uh, is is Haagen Dazs coffee ice cream because if you look at the ingredients, it's basically ice cream, coffee, and it's very good. It's probably the the I would say. Pretty top notch for like widely available coffee ice cream. Very high quality. Yeah, HQC, high quality cream. Yeah, for sure. So when I go to the store, I will usually pick up uh, an ice cream for her, and I'll get that, or I'll get uh, a uh, mint chocolate chip, which is another one that she likes, which I don't. We've talked about it. Uh, uh, same. And then I'll same. We we are exactly the same in that regard. Where yeah, our wives love mint chocolate chip, and we do not care for it. And then I will close that freezer, and I will walk two freezers over to my boys Ben and Jerry, and I will buy nonsense. Uh, And I I like to try new things. So Aiden, when she goes to the store, she will do the same. She will get herself an ice cream, and she will also look for 
one for me. And she has never asked me what I wanted. Instead, she just gets the gimmickiest thing she can find. <laughs> and this has never been a bad choice. Uh, so what she came home with the other day, and I haven't seen this one, but according to the packaging, it is a fan favorite. Matt, I have cannoli. That is all that is written on the side of this package. Is it a Ben and Jerry's flavor? It is a Ben and Jerry's flavor. It's Ben and Jerry's cannoli ice cream. Uh, mascarpone ice cream with fudge-covered pastry shell pieces and mascarpone squirrels. Interesting. Uh, Before before you try it, I I was trying to – you you mentioned the the Tonight Show Jimmy Fallon ice cream. Mm -hmm. The one I was thinking of is the one that existed before that, which was called Late Night Snack, which – Yes, he's a traitor. I 100% believe that. But that ice cream was good as hell. Because it had like chocolate swirls, caramel, and little bits of potato chips. Yeah, I think I had that one. It was good. It was maybe my favorite Ben and Jerry's ice cream. And they don't make it anymore, which is very upsetting. So I'm going to try this. Okay. Because it's gotten nice and soft while we've been sitting here. That's that's pretty good. It does taste like very cold cannoli filling. <laughs> so, are you? Do you have like the cannoli shell in it? That's. It's got chocolate covered shell pieces in here. I'm about to try one of those. All right. Hmm. Now, see, this is interesting because it's essentially like I'm just eating a very cold cannoli because there's nothing in here that's not like in an actual cannoli. It's just ice cream. So I'm gonna like leave the very cold gun. Take the very cold cannoli. I feel like I'm in a weird, I would say, Matt Wilson-esque position right now of, do I like this, or would I prefer the thing that it reminds me of? I think that's an important and interesting question, which Mm -hmm. we all must ask ourselves when we try a new thing. Is this as good as the other thing? Mm -hmm. Which is the point of the show. Is the position I found myself in with the WWE ice cream sandwich. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm continuing to eat this ice cream. It's very good. Okay. So it's probably pretty good. <laughs> oh, compared, pretty good. To, compared to a regular cannoli. I mean, look, I would just house a thing of cannolis if they were sitting here, but they're not. Sure. I, I want to get more into the uh, the gimmicky bullshit ice cream. Okay. Because I feel like there is a middle ground between, like, solid, straightforward, classic ice cream Mm -hmm. and gimmicky bullshit ice cream. I feel like the exact center of that spectrum. I think I know what you're going to say. Please guess. Chocolate chip cookie dough. No. No? No. Chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream is – don't get me started. It's Moose Tracks. Moose Tracks? Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I like a Moose Tracks ice cream. Matt, refresh my memory. What is? What, do you have a problem with cookie dough ice cream? I just it, there's something about like the consistency of the cookie dough which does not hit my palate. <laughs> well. Okay. It's like grainy. It's like it the problem with it is it's not good cookie dough. It's cookie dough that is made specifically to go in ice cream. And I don't like it. 
Yeah, good cookie dough, if you put it in ice cream, it would just be a pint of salmonella. You are correct. I've never been big on, like, eating raw cookie dough at all. Like, if I'm making cookies, if I'm making cookies, and I have the dough in front of me, is there salmonella risk? Yes. Is is it good to, like, lick off the spoon? Absolutely. Hell yes, yes. If I bought a tube of, like, Pillsbury cookie dough, I'm not just eating that. Oh, yeah, I would never do that. I would never do that. But yeah, like if you're making it or it's in an ice cream. See, I think Moose Tracks is way more on the gimmicky side of the spectrum because there's like like two – there's like two mix-ins in it. There's like a consistency mix-in and a candy mix-in. But they're very standard. Like little, little bitty true. peanut butter cups and it's just like fudge swirl. I, I, I love – a moose track. I I'm just going to Google real quick list of all ice cream flavors. Is there a Wikipedia page? There must. There be is a Wikipedia, Wikipedia page. page. It is. Ooh, this is thorough. Yeah, <laughs> there are a lot. I would like to know what percentage of ice cream flavors uses vanilla as the base. Uh, all the good ones. Durian ice cream. Get out. Do no. Absolutely not. I, I must say I'm intrigued. Uh, do, an, hey, an intriguing prospect. Don't send it to us. A, it's summer and we live in North Carolina. B, don't. I'm, I'm not. I refuse. I mean, somebody could send it to us on dry ice, and it would not melt. Don't don't give people instructions <laughs> on how to do this. Do you know about hokey pokey? Hokey pokey ice cream. Yeah. Uh, but tell me about it. It's a flavor of ice cream in New Zealand, consisting of plain vanilla ice cream with small solid lumps of honeycomb toffee. Send us that shit. That, that sounds, sounds good. good. Yeah, sounds pretty good. The award-winning Go Nintendo podcast covers the latest Nintendo news while also diving into what's hot in pop culture, music trivia, hands-on impressions, and so much more. Hopefully we can make you laugh, too. You'll find new episodes of the Go Nintendo podcast on the Greenlit Podcast Network every single week. Hunter Hunter, Yu Yu Hakusho, Literary Analysis, Comparative Localization, Jojo References. The works of Yoshihiro Togashi hold a specific kind of magic, and the people who seek to examine their roots and spiritual descendants are known as The Spirit Hunters, available on the Greenlit Podcast Network. Chris, do you think we are comfortable to rank these? I think so. Yeah. Now, I think we've done this before where only one of us had something and it did get ranked. Let's let's pull up the old snack situation listuation. I've got the listuation open. I'm looking at it right now. This cannoli ice cream is pretty good. The, All right. The, the, the worst thing I can say about it is it's like eating a very cold cannoli. All right. Well, why don't we start with that? Now, we do not have cannoli on our list currently. So we cannot make that comparison. Yeah, it would rank pretty pretty high. <laughs> yes, cannoli is good. So we must rank this cannoli ice cream against only what else is on the list. Mm-hmm. I don't think we have any other ice creams. We have Do we not? We have the apple ice cream, right? We have we have the apple ice cream, which is pretty low. Yeah. We have other desserts. 
and and treats, but I don't think we have any other frozen foods besides the apple cinnamon ice cream. I'm, I'm going to guess this goes above the apple ice cream for sure. Oh, for for sure, Matt. I'm looking like again. I quite like it. Like I was looking up by the Cool Ranch Doritos. Oh wow! Because for me, generally speaking, I prefer a. Uh, a, a savory snack to a sweet snack. We've talked about that. Like I like chips or hummus or yeah. queso. I think we're in the same camp on that. Yeah, but I would I would probably grab for this all things being equal before I would grab for the Cool Ranch Doritos or Cool American Doritos as they are sometimes called. I think you and I would maybe disagree on that point, yeah. but I, I, I must cede the floor to you. I, I mean, look, it definitely doesn't go above fried apple pie. Fried apple pie is fucking delicious. Yeah, fried it's, apple it's pie. The, it's the best of nature and the best of man. <laughs> yes. Finally, we figured out how to how to marry uh, nature and civilization. Yeah. But, you know, looking, you know, looking down the list here, like, I think it's better than a Reese's pumpkin. I think it's better than, I think it's better than a Zombo cookies and cream, which I think would be the the thing in this neighborhood that's, I guess, most comparable as far as something that's a little too sweet. Just oh, yeah, too sweet I, with I, the mic. I, I heard, yeah. I'm thinking, like, if if you won't give me above Cool Ranch Doritos or Cool American Doritos, as they're sometimes called, I would take directly below. I, I, I will leave it up to you. I, I mean, I did not try this, so I cannot well, say. The, the thing is, the mascarpone is very good. Like it it doesn't taste chemically. So it's not like it doesn't taste like a fake cannoli. It just tastes like a very cold cannoli. <laughs> Alright, I I'll give it to you. I mean, but put it above the cool ranch Doritos if that's where your heart is. Let's see. Let's 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 split the difference on the apple pies, the apple turnovers. Are you putting it above a baked apple turnover? Alright. Yeah. Alright. Not not above fried apple. Man, it's really good. I I believe you. I mean, look, Ben and Jerry's, or I'm sorry, Hagadas. Hagadas, they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. No, this is Ben and Jerry's. This is, oh, it this is Ben and Jerry's. J. Sorry, yeah, you had it right. They also know what they're doing. I've been to the Ben and Jerry's plant in Vermont. Yeah, uh, a, a really special experience where I learned the difference between premium and super premium ice cream. Ooh, what is the difference? It has to do with the amount of air. Ah, in it. Uh, premium has more air than super premium. That's why super premium would... is a lot more expensive because you're getting, you're literally getting more ice cream. Yeah. And when you like, buy I would premium, say... when you, like, like most grocery store brands are just premium and they have way more air content. So that's why it feels lighter. Huh. And you're literally actually getting less ice cream. Matt, that's fascinating. Mm hmm. So now, like a half these, gallon, uh, a half gallon is volume, right? It's not weight, right? So you're actually getting a lot more weight of ice cream when you buy uh, super premium. Hmm. Which is good because people usually stop eating ice cream when they have eaten the correct weight of ice cream, and not when they just hit the bottom of the fucking thing. <laughs> uh, Matt. Where are we at? Where were you? Where you thinking for? Uh, for these, I, I mean, look, I'm not going to tell you how to how to do your job. 
you've been you've been at this literally exactly the same amount of time as I have. I mean, but like we've both been eating food for roughly the same amount of time as well. But we've specifically been doing snack situation. Yeah, 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 Matt. But like, I gotta think, I gotta think that like the sort of la- lack of the the lack of the the wasted potential for this has got to be pretty high, right? That they could have done so much more with this. Well, I, I think the the main sticking point for me is should they have more superstars? Yeah. So I think that's the big part of the wasted potential. But the big thing for me is that it's missing. It's missing that little something extra, which I think is that one chocolate wafer. If I were ranking this against the original WWF ice cream bars, which existed in the 80s, they brought them back in the 90s during the Attitude Era. So there was a Steve Austin one. And then they How got was brought- it served? Uh, Stone Cold, my friend. Thank you. And then they brought them back again in like the mid-2000s. And those ones had, like, John Cena and maybe, like, JBL on them? I don't know. I don't know who did they? Did they bring – they didn't bring back – like, CM Punk never got his, right? That was part of why he complained about never getting his because just a few years earlier, they had brought back the ice cream bars. Okay. Like, he wasn't just saying that out of nowhere, and it wasn't just some nostalgia pull. They advertised the ice cream bars mostly in the 80s, right? But they brought them back twice after that. And every time it was basically the same formulation with the stick and the one chocolate wafer. This does not have that. This is a lesser return of the WWE ice cream bar, I believe. So, where will it go? Uh... I think it might be on par with a McDonald's McCafe coffee. Oh, so so it's so it's fairly standard, but it's not like the best standard you can get. It's fine. Yeah. If you're gonna if you hand it to me and say, here you go, this is free, I'm not gonna say <laughs> no. I'm not gonna throw it on the ground. I'm gonna consume it. What is the first snack on this list that you would throw on the ground? If someone gave it to uh, you. Probably something pretty low. Um, maybe the Cheez-It stuffed pizza. <laughs> <laughs> the Cheez-It stuffed pizza, I don't know if I'd throw it on the ground, but I wouldn't eat it. It made me sad. The further away I get from it, the sicker it makes me feel. Maybe the McDonald's Australian cheesy bacon fries. I would not eat those again. Th- those were a lot. Uh, yeah. Definitely, if you give me a Mountain Dew Black Label, that motherfucker's going on the ground. Oh, yeah. I don't think I would drink a Pepsi Fire again, either. Um, I probably would not eat... I definitely wouldn't drink a Witch's Brew Frappuccino. Talk about too um, sweet. I would say, based on your reaction, the Skinny Pop uh, Gingerbread Kettle Corn, based on your reaction, I would say that is a, that's a non-starter for Matt Wilson. Yeah, yeah ne- never going to be eating that again. Interesting follow-up to that, though. Marlene ate the entire rest of that bag. Now, was this was this a snack of opportunity, or was this uh, a snack she enjoyed? She she liked them. Huh, interesting. So, you know, different different flavor palettes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. All right. I think these go below 
the McDonald's McCafe coffee, but perhaps just below. Okay. Better right. than that Reese's, that Krispy Kreme Reese's donut. That thing was not great. So, WWE ice cream sandwich it goes between McDonald's McCafe coffee and Krispy Kreme Reese's donuts. Matt, make sure you put make sure you put twenty twenty on there. Twenty twenty, and I will make sure to note that it's just me uh, who ranked that one. And that's that's going to do it. We, we ranked some stuff. Chris, I, I before we get out of here, I do want to take a few minutes to just talk about like what kind of food stuff we've been doing over mm-hmm. uh, these quarantine times. Because you and I, I think, have been have been innovating with food <laughs> over the like many people have, uh huh, over the past uh, two months or so. Uh, I talked on the show about buying an air fryer a while back. Yeah. I've been doing a lot with the air fryer. It's extremely good for just like prepackaged frozen food. Like if you're going to eat like some, some chicken nugs from the grocery store, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. put them in that air fryer. Don't put them in the oven, put them in that air fryer. They gonna get crispy. Uh, tater tots came out great. French fries have come out great. I put some frozen wings in it, and they came out like really nicely crispy with no breading. Like excellent. Uh, so I've been doing a lot of doing a lot of air frying. Uh, it's been working out really well. Uh, made my grandmother's red velvet cake. It's a red velvet pound cake. Uh, it is delicious. Talked about the brown butter chocolate chip cookies I made. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did some brownies recently. Uh, and then we've been like trying recipes, like did some uh, some chicken in the slow cooker to make enchiladas on Cinco de Mayo. Ooh, that sounds good. Really good. Came out so good. Uh, so if you want to do a quick rundown of what you've been doing over this this period i I just think people might be interested delivery <laughs> yeah doordash no like honestly honestly i have been doing uh a lot of local delivery um there's uh a lot of places here that have been uh do it like I, there's a catering company and obviously nobody's having an events right now so they switched over to doing like full like family meals, um, which is pricey, but you know, considering what you get, it's not, it's, it's, it's less expensive than if the, the same amount of food, if you went to a restaurant, you know, that's been really good. Um, but we've been getting a lot of like local bakery delivery because here's the thing, Matt, um, I've been a little down, uh, <laughs> and one of the things that's like, the thing that it's keeping me from doing is cooking. I've had a okay. real hard time cooking. Yeah. Uh, I, I did. I did like kind of get it in my head. Uh, after a couple of friends of ours did like a relatively quick uh, bread recipe, like a no need 
uh, like short rise bread recipe. I did bake some Dutch oven bread, which was pretty good. Uh, and then like a couple days later, uh, Aiden made some that actually like wrote, did the 18 hour rise. Uh, she made brioche tonight for the first time, which uh, was awesome. Uh, I'm very excited about having that for breakfast. Uh, I keep in wanting to make cookies. Uh, and I've got the, I've got like the, the Minnesota State Fair cookie book that I really want to just dive into and, and try and make something from that. If, if I don't go with one of our, one of our standards, like the brown butter chocolate chip cookie or the cookie. Right. Yeah. But you know, I've, I've been doing a lot of, a lot of delivery and a lot of, uh, uh, like simple foods, I like. I had a mad craving for fries, so I just got like some some crinkle fries. And I don't, ha- I don't have an air fryer. And I was like, man, I bet these would be good if I was like Matt Wilson and I had an air fryer. I cannot recommend the air fryer enough. I did not know how it was going to turn out, and I did not know like what the quality of the food would really be coming out of it. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll never go back to putting like frozen, typically fried foods in the oven ever again. They're always going in the air fryer just because of the crispiness level. It's so much better. Like a, a bag of crinkle fries, for example. Mm-hmm. It's, it's good stuff. Also, just for the sake of making some wings at home, can't do better. I will say I did um, completely freestyle a pizza back towards the beginning of everything. Uh, like I had some local pizza dough, but you know, grab some mozzarella, some parm, some pepperoni, and then just kind of freestyled the sauce, uh, and made like a pretty, I mean, pizza sauce is pretty hard to fuck up, but like, it was pretty good. Like I did, uh, like I crushed a can of whole tomatoes with my hands and then put the, uh, the big half an onion in it and some, some basil and oregano and red pepper and. It came out really well, I thought. Like I saved the the sauce to use as like a dipping sauce. It sounds delightful and delicious. Yeah. But if you, you know, if you have been uh, seeing everybody's pictures of bread and uh you have not been baking, don't feel bad cuz I'm there with you. I'm spending yeah. way too much money on delivery. <laughs> Listen, don't feel bad if you're cooking at home, if you're getting stuff delivered. We're all just trying to survive, you know. Listen, yeah. we DoorDash McDonald's. It was fantastic too. No, I did. I did. I, I have run through the Bojangles drive-through. I took biscuit to go get a biscuit the other day. I have also been through the Bojangles drive-through. Yeah, uh, DoorDash and McDonald's was hilarious because I got just to make it like a little more worthwhile for them, right? Because mm-hmm. you know they had to go to the trouble to make this food for us. I got a gallon of tea as as well as the food. <laughs> From and McDonald's? McDonald's tea is not bad. Oh, McDonald's sweet tea. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. All right. And uh, they didn't have any gallon jugs. So they just no. put it in a bunch of large cups. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, a lot of places, like, we've done a lot of, like, local stuff. Because a lot of places, you know... A lot of local restaurants are are doing like takeout or or carry out or, or 
a lot of places are even doing delivery. Uh, there's a really good chicken and waffles place that we'd never been to, but they have like a walk-up window. So uh, that was a good one to go to right when we got biscuit. Uh, yeah. Uh, can I tell you what we did one time and we did, and we swore never again. Okay. I would love to hear it. Uh, we postmates Taco Bell. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We were tired. I think I had, we had just come back from a con. I was exhausted. I was like, oh, a fucking Enchirito. And that was that. <laughs> uh, we're also supporting some local restaurants. We've been to a local barbecue restaurant we like a lot. We've been to Rocky's Hot Chicken Shack. We've, oh, we've done Rocky's some of that chicken. as well. Uh, so... We, look, we just hope you're all, everybody listening to this, is getting by okay, eating well, enjoying their time at home, and staying safe. Having uh, some some snacks. Like, here's the thing about snacks and about food. It's a thing that you have to do to live, but it's also a thing that can be being nice to yourself. And I think that's both of us have taken different ideas of what being nice to yourself means with regards to food lately. And I think that's fine. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Eat some ice cream if you got it. Yeah, man. Or if good. you don't have it, if you don't have it, next time you go uh, buy some groceries, buy some ice cream. You ain't going to be doing yourself no wrong having some ice cream. We'll see you next month. Uh, we'll have some other snacks to try in June. Uh, until then, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back soon uh, with a movie. Uh, spoiler warning, I do have a Blu-ray copy of Sonic the Hedgehog on my uh, desk right now. Uh, but until then, stay hungry. Watch your snack, get on! This has been a Kaleidos Media Production. <laughs>